0: And Welcome back to the movies. Made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt?
1: I'm pretty good, sir. How are
0: you? I'm alright. Um, apparently people really liked uh, ghost- uh, talking about Ghost in the Shell, or at least liked clicking on the video a couple of hundred yeah. times. Yep. <laughs> so, <that's laughs> that was um, good. Really enjoyed talking about Ghost in the Shell. Obviously, great, was-
1: great movie. took the um, Wings of Desire one, which is a shame, but... Oh,
0: people need to listen. That's one of my favourite of our reviews, actually. Yeah, wing too. Uh, that was yeah. That was what, and that was what I went in thinking wasn't going to go that well, and it actually turned out to be probably one of our best ones. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, all good. Uh, looking forward to to talking some movies today. We've even seen some together. Um. So obviously the the you know the big news of uh, of the of the week is that uh, that Doctor Who came back. Star Beast premiered on Saturday. So, um, let's talk about Oppenheimer. <laughs> How, uh, I was
1: thinking, where is he going with this no fucking way I watched it. Nope.
0: Uh, no, let's talk about Oppenheimer. I
1: mean, I've heard nothing but bad things. Yeah, me I was, too.
0: Yeah, I, I I, didn't watch it, and then by two days later, I felt justified in not watching it. <laughs> I was like, good, okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Well done, well done, Davis. you you completely fucked it more
0: than, you, than it was. Right? <laughs> it was your last chance, right, surely? If like I feel like people have given you a chance, and it was probably the last one you were going to get, but whatever. Let's talk about Oppenheimer, uh, a a film which I think is the polar opposite. (laughs) Uh, I I I thought this was great actually overall. I'm curious what you made of it. Um, Yeah. Both I've only seen two films this week, and they were both long. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: it's so uh, it's.
0: I have caveats to saying it's that I like. J-L. Beautifully,
1: beautifully done.
0: It's well shot. I mean, you some of the shots are incredible.
1: Expect from Nolan anyway. To be yeah. honest, he's got an, You know, he's got an eye, or you know, cinematographer's got an eye. Um, the the music was good, except for that it was again. What is it with Nolan and having the soundtrack too fucking loud?
0: Yes, it it is a Nolan trait, and and it's not just a an, a home experience thing it is definitely a sound mix problem because i see it in the in the cinema with his films as well
1: yeah there's a, his, it worked really well when, on the on the build-up to the detonation
0: yeah that was superb that was that probably was, the standout was, scene and that is incredible yeah.
1: the, 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 sort of the the way that the, the, you know the soundtrack rumbled along and stuff, that was great but other times there's just. I just it's like i can't hear what fucking matt damon's saying what the fuck mm. can we just dial it back a bit cuz like you know surely you want us to know what they're fucking saying
0: yeah you you would think right the the thing the 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 time that i remember this i remember noticing this like noticeably with nolan movies was the dark knight that yeah. was the film where either the music was too loud or the explosions were too loud mm-hmm. and like when you're trying to watch it at home To this day, I don't know if there's like a Blu-ray release that fixes it, but to this day, if I watch The Dark Knight, I'm constantly turning the volume up for the dialogue scenes and down for the action scenes, and up and down. And it's such a pain in the ass. And it feels like every film he's done since then has had the same problem.
1: Tenant was the worst. Tenant was terrible.
0: Arguably Tenant. Arguably it's his worst movie anyway, but yes.
1: That's that's true. But there's there's just whole bits of Tenant where you can't hear a fucking thing. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a real issue, least, and It and not help is... that
1: all the characters are fucking mumbling in that movie as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, this movie certainly is no exception to that rule. The, the sound mixing is, yeah, I agree. It's all over the place. Uh,
1: there is, there, it's there obviously
0: is... a decision that he's made. It's like an artistic choice it must to
1: him. Yeah, I, I, it feels like it's deliberate.
0: Yeah. Well, it and is. It's too much, many films so many to many not movies,
1: It can't just be a mistake. Exactly, sure. yeah. So it's, it's, it's obviously a deliberate thing, it's just I wish he'd fucking stop. Yeah, yeah. Because it's fucking
0: annoying uh the, the the gimmick for for this movie because because nolan has to have gimmicks uh cool. is is doing scenes in black and white it seems to be his thing this time um, yeah it didn't really I, work for me if i'm honest
1: there's a couple of movies recently that i've seen that have, that have done similar things and it's like i i kind of get like that awful bloody um wes anderson movie that they did a similar thing on that uh, yeah it's like oh it's like totally, you know differentiate between this and that and it's like okay it might have worked better in this i don't know why they, they did it in this it well did, it like, was
0: it, i had the same feeling with the black and white in this that i did when he did, did everything out of sequence in dunkirk where i was like this oh, would have yeah, been a better movie if you just hadn't you know
1: i, I don't understand why he fucking did that on, on dunkirk that yeah. dunkirk did not need to be a tarantino movie
0: no it, it's almost like he's he did uh inception and everyone thought it was massively clever and, and then since then he's had to always have a gimmick in everything he does, um, and and in this one is the black and white, which is probably the least egregious of his gimmicky things, but it's yes. still unnecessary to me. And it, it was kind of like, mm, uh, in in many ways, maybe just make the whole movie in black and white, um, and then just have the the color be the the bomb.
1: Maybe, I mean, this, I know? suppose the black and white is supposed to be it's it's really it's um robert downey jr's character's perspective isn't it so it's i guess it's like uncolored Mm -hmm. supposedly which which i can i guess kind of makes sense for his character
0: it does can i can i say how how refreshing it is to see robert downey jr uh acting amazingly well in a role that's not just fucking iron man
1: honestly i think this is one of his best roles
0: yeah i agree and and because even when he was like sherlock holmes it's like you're just basically tony stark with an english accent with, with
1: an English accent,
0: <laughs> you know like that's that's kind of and and it, you I, know i actually
1: think he's more of an asshole this Sherlock Holmes I like you no know, he is it's,
0: it's it's variations on the role yeah but it's been ages since i've seen him in a performance where i'm like oh that's completely different it's, like he's yeah, actually yeah, no, playing this
1: is, this is his yeah i think it's probably one of his best roles yeah i, agree. And I think the best role in the movie uh
0: yes i i must admit I he stole the initial- movie from me
1: Mm, try not to give anything too much away. Really. It's a
0: historical thing, so I but guess, you know
1: this, the beginning. The beginning makes you you know he he's very you know one of my favorite <laughs> lines is when he's talking. He, it's the first meeting with Oppenheimer.
0: Yeah,
1: and he and Oppenheimer they're talking about another scientist. Yes, and Oppenheimer like arrogantly says, "Oh, he was a lowly foot uh, shoe salesman." Yeah, you uh, know, and Donny Junior's character goes, "No, no, no." Just a true salesman. Yeah, and that immediately sort of makes you warm to Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I can't say it no. I no,
0: I know, I know. It, it's but, it's a but, wonderful portrayal he's, of a character. He's so good. Yeah. So
1: good. There's, there's, there's some moments where you just think, oh my god, wow, Robert Downey Jr. Fucking fair play to you.
0: And and Robert Downey Jr. is is by far the standout in in a movie that like has the most ludicrous cast like oh, i mean leave even like bit parts are played by huge yeah. stars in this movie like everyone but, wants to be in a nolan movie apparently
1: apparently nolan said he wanted to make sure that there was no mistaking characters he didn't want any sure. have, have anybody that you know characters would turn up and do stuff and he didn't want he wanted everybody to look different everybody to be a different person you know what sort of thing so he he just hired ridiculous actors and it's like like remy malik's in it for like five seconds yeah. Uh, Gary Oldman's in it for like 5 minutes.
0: If that. Yeah, yeah. I mean if, Gary yeah, Oldman's and like
1: it's it's
0: it's But monstrous. again, they they turn up and like Remy Malik turns up and gives an amazing performance. You yeah. know, uh Gary Oldman turns up and gives an amazing performance for for like 5 minutes, but he's right. great, you know. Um but in all of that, and to take nothing away from killian Murphy who I thought was fantastic in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I,
1: he's, he, I actually feel slightly sorry for him because I think he's actually upstaged by most of the cast.
0: Yes, he's great, but he is certainly upstaged by Robert Downey Jr. in this. I, I also think... thought he was probably upstaged by Emily Blunt, if I'm yes. honest, because
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, she's like, fantastic in this.
1: She was so wonderful.
0: Um, the the bit towards the end, the interview bit, was so. I was like, oh, this is so satisfying.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> um, she was great. Yeah. Um, so and,
1: um, and um, you know even even. Uh...
0: Matt Damon, um, it's great.
1: Yeah, Matt Damon was fantastic. Um, I mean, he, who is it that, that Jason Clarke was great? Yeah. Um, even Scott Grimes in his very tiny, tiny part was was, was wonderful. Yeah. And um, now I can't remember her name, and she's not on that bit there. Um, the one that was his lover, um, the English actress Florence uh, Pugh. Yes, Florence Pugh. Thank you. She again, it's a very small part, really.
0: There um, were some great bits with her though. But, um yes. I, I loved the bit when um uh Emily Blunt's character's like kind of seeing her at, in court and she's kind of like oh, that so that, good, isn't it? That's, that was an amazing scene. That was that um, was really good. And yeah, it, again it's like it's it's not a huge role uh, all told, especially considering, you know, a name like Florence Pugh these days. Yeah. Um but what a tremendous performance again, you know, um
1: I loved the way he saw the physics they showed you know, the way yes. they, his mind you know it kind of slightly reminded me of um amadeus yeah in the way that you know salieri describes music and how mozart sees the music in his head and stuff yep. I, it reminded me sort of of that and it was it's really beautifully done it's there's there's some absolutely beautiful things in this movie yep. however by hour three, I just wanted it to end.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is long, and uh, you you do start to feel that uh, that time
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, probably the worst, what the worst thing for me is, is I didn't care enough.
0: Well, it's it's a subject and and a, and a character that isn't going to appeal to everyone. No. Um, I don't. I mean I I am not going to pretend like I know the history of of the person Oppenheimer. No, no, enough, I mean I mean really? I know yeah it's same as you like I know I know the the broad strokes. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah I I I kind of agree. I I do think it was unnecessarily long. Um yeah. you know we we talk about this all the time like I'll happily sit through a long film. Yeah. Um if you have to, you have to if it warrants well spent. it. And and I did feel like there were certainly parts of this movie you could lose. Yeah. And the story would be fine and probably punchier
1: for it. I think definitely you could lose half an hour, oh, yeah. an hour at, the, at the most.
0: I would say half an hour. I'm not sure I'd go to an hour. But yeah, yeah. certainly you could lose some time, make it a bit punchier, make it uh, a little more uh, palatable. Because like you, I must admit, I was, you know, towards that, <laughs> towards the end of hour three, I was like, mm, could we, um, you know, this, this end of this? yeah
1: um i mean like i said it was it, it's, it's it's beautifully done it's well put together oh, it's, but... it's an,
0: i mean nolan i i will never take away nolan's eye like mm-hmm. he he his it is him and his cinematographer they, they are superb right yeah i mean every film looks incredible tenet i fucking, <clears throat> fucking hated it but it looked amazing
1: yeah, and this. I did hate me. it. I I, I like there were bits I liked.
0: Oh, there were bits I liked, but it, it's my least favorite of his films, I think, by a long shot.
1: I've still never seen Interstellar, and I don't think I ever will.
0: Uh, Interstellar is really, really good until the end, which is like magic <laughs> wand waving bullshit. Um, but it's great until that point. Um, yeah, that's yeah. real shame. Uh, there's some wonderful designs in that. Um, in that film, and again, wonderfully shot.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, just, it's just it's full of amazing performances. I mean, Josh Harnett turns up; he's great, and
0: Kenneth Branagh.
1: Kenneth Branagh, yeah. It's you know all these. I mean, sometimes it is, it is in danger of. Just,
0: it is a bit of a flex. Too
1: many people. It it's, does
0: feel like a bit of a flex. I must and admit, and it's
1: like, oh God, you've got this person, and this person, and this person. It's like, but none of them actually do anything really.
0: Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and most of them, anyway. They just sort of turn up and say a few things and disappear, and it's like. Did, did we really need that? Mm. I mean, uh, Tom Conti is is Einstein great? Yeah, he was wonderful. And I, his the scenes where him. I love that there was that thing with you know. There's a again, don't want to spoil anything, but uh, this, the scene
0: where he he basically says, uh, "This is going to happen to you," or "This is happening." Yes. yes, I agree. That was a wonderful scene.
1: Brilliant, and it was so good. And it's and that's kind of the the, the start of where you. I mean obviously it's it's near the end but
0: yes but yes
1: we don't we don't find out what was said until the end
0: yeah there's but a it's, conversation it's... that's had between Oppenheimer um and and him that and Einstein that it, that you it's the mystery of the movie isn't it it's kind of like yes. what was said there and you find out right at the end but that scene is fantastic yeah it's
1: it's so good and it's also the the sort of beginning of him because I mean he's an arrogant bastard through most of the movie but it's the first sort of it's the Even first time he kind of realizes
0: that. that that they're not behind him and on his side they're using him yeah. and it's kind of that that it's that moment this kind of like
1: oh
0: yeah um i yeah it's difficult to talk too much about it without spoiling stuff um so
1: I I, I I i kind of i would kind of recommend it for somebody who's got the patience and really wants to watch the movie
0: i would absolutely recommend it personally um but i will say you know this is one of those movies that i can only categorize as uh i really liked this movie i thought it was great i will probably never watch it again
1: oh i will never watch it again like
0: like i'm glad i watched it and move on uh it, it has no rewatchability to me like i would right. rewatch inception i would rewatch the batman trilogy i'd i'd rewatch uh, Interstellar, to be honest, um, but I wouldn't rewatch this. Like, and I really enjoyed it. It's just not the kind of movie that's going to bring me back.
1: Yeah, Ever. I think most of his earlier ones I'd rewatch. Certainly, the Prestige. And oh, the, the,
0: Prestige the Prestige is one of the best. Prestige. Like, oh, such a good movie.
1: And I love, I love um, uh, Memento. Is
0: yeah, Memento's great.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah. care what anybody says. Oh if you take away the, the gimmick, it's a shit movie. It's like no, it isn't. It's still a great movie. Just that has a great gimmick as well. Yeah. It's just a basic story if you take away the gimmick. I but it's
0: still but, well uh, made.
1: Still, it's yeah, still exactly. going to
0: be a good film. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I I would certainly recommend it. Uh, just be aware it is 181 minutes long. And, yeah, I think, um, the, I
1: think that's the thing. I, I I would say if if you're really interested in Oppenheimer, then I don't know, maybe watch a documentary because I don't think I think you could probably get more from a documentary than you would from this movie, unless you want the, the visuals and the and the performances, which I would definitely recommend me maybe just for it, it Robert Danny Jr.'s performance
0: yeah because for for a three-hour movie like it, it starts with him at 20 ish right mm-hmm. um and that's cool but I thought for a three-hour movie we were gonna follow a large portion of his life up to the bomb and yeah. it kind of doesn't it kind of briefly touches on him being like 20 odd and then it just skips ahead yeah. and and, and it's he, like he
1: moves from country to country sort of thing doesn't he and, yeah and, and you the weirdest thing is they don't even like they keep mentioning oh he was you know he's part of the communist party yeah. and all this sort of we stuff. we don't like, see much didn't, didn't you see any of that
0: it's like mentioned occasionally and i think they have one meeting right we, yeah. he attends one meeting that we see but you you're right you don't see it and for a movie that's so long <laughs> It's like it would be nice to see some of these things, you know. I mean, it's Um, mostly
1: about the bomb, so you get a very big chunk of it, which is to do, you know.
0: Well, it's mostly about the bloody court case, really, or the not court case. Um, But yes, the the bomb plays the the major kind of center stage, isn't it? It's the the set piece. And that is, by the way, a wonderfully directed scene, a fantastic scene. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I really enjoyed the movie. It, It is just one of those movies where I'm like, that was great. I will not watch that again, and and I agree with you, you could easily lose half an hour Mm -hmm. uh, if I was editing it, I would lose half an hour.
1: Honestly, I think it would sounds it's redundant really, but I think it would have made made a better um, series than than the movie.
0: Yeah, you you could have taken a bit more time to explore his earlier life and, you know, yeah, I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I I would recommend it, but I would say it's it's very flawed. It's not. Mm. It's yeah. not. I don't think it's his best. I don't think it's
0: no, not his best, no, it's no.
1: Far from his worst as well. So
0: yeah, it's always difficult coming in on these movies that people have hyped up for like since the summer have been being like <laughs> the best thing ever made, and and you kind of get to it and you're like, oh really? Is that it? Um, but yeah, I I liked it. It was good. Yeah. Um, it's,
1: it's just, just, just be prepared for, you know, maybe have a break halfway through or something.
0: I did. I had a break.
1: I wish I did. I, 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 I should have, but I didn't.
0: Yeah, what happened? Something happened. I think someone phoned me. Ah. And I was like, oh, that was, that was nice. I'm halfway good through timing. this. <laughs> I'm, I'm halfway through this. I've got, like, a nice intermission where I could just have a chat on the phone to a friend and then I'll go back to the movie. Oh, no! No, no, no. Actually, Mark from uh, the Halfway House of Horror, he wanted to Talk to me about something so we we had a an online web chat in the middle of the movie because i was like oh i actually said to him i was like oh this works out really nicely because like this movie was you know that's probably why i didn't find it as kind of arduous as you did because i had a nice like half hour break in the middle where i talked about something else and then went back to it um which which to your point leans towards like mini series probably would have been better but um but yeah, it's it, it's it's a good movie. I do recommend it. But um, yeah, on, like on the I said, performances
1: alone really. It's, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful performances.
0: Yeah. So, what else have you watched?
1: Yeah. Uh, so I saw Landscape with Invisible Hand.
0: Yes, which uh, I I said to you sounds like a wanky student art film, but yes. apparently uh, is not. So
1: it it does sound very much. It's like the
0: name. Know. It's just the name. I don't know anything so, about this movie. So tell basically,
1: me. Basically, um. This it takes place in. I think it's based on a book, which obviously I haven't read. Um, it's so it's it takes place in a world where aliens have turned up, uh-huh. and they've. It's kind of like you know the um, the World's End, where that you know they've given us technology, and they they, sure. they want us to. They want you know to. to, to they've kind of do, They kind of do that. They've made basically almost everything redundant. Right. So humans now.
0: Have nothing are, to are, do.
1: Are not doing a lot. Yeah, they're, you know, and they're, and they're they're not really earning enough money to do anything, and they're not, you know, all, all these things keep getting redu- made redundant. And the the there are humans that have got jobs that work for the aliens. Somebody described the aliens as looking like um, slimy uh, coffee tables. Yeah,
0: they're they these, kind of but, look like that from the thumbnail. Yeah.
1: yeah, and they communicate by <clears throat> like rubbing their hands together in this sort of really weird sort of but slurpy sort of farty kind of sounding noises. Right. And they live in these, um, they've got a, a, basically a, a giant spaceship out sort of just, you know, outside of, you know, Earth sort of thing. Yeah. But they have these cities, these floating cities that they've got dotted around Earth that just sort of, you know, go over places. And, and, and humans, have sort of course, all started working for them, um there's, there's one guy who's like a driver for one even though it doesn't need a driver he's got a driver because it's it, um he used to be a surgeon and it's it's kind of like a cool status symbol to have a a servant that was that could do something years ago you know, before yeah it's weird thing you know, weird stuff like that and you're basically introduced to um uh, adam uh, who is a uh, high schooler and he's got he, he lives with his mum uh played by tiffany haddish um, right. so, uh, uh Santi black is this guy who plays adam and he he basically does all these these paintings and there's a really nice scene in, uh, like uh sort of set up at the beginning of the movie where it's like the first paint the first it's like a portrait of of him him and his family like happy family mum, mum, dad and his little sister sort of thing yeah and then Slowly the, 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 the pa paint, the paintings change. They get a little bit better as obviously he's getting older. And there are things like um the the people arrive and, and then it's like uh food starts disappearing and it's like there's empty shops and things being shown and all that sort of and the the titles are are basically why hit this this movie is titled the way it is, because it's one of his paintings that you get to much mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. But it's sort of like a nice little way of like showing what what how the world has changed through painting form, in 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 like a brief sort of opening, and I I, I quite like that. I thought, I thought it was quite cool. So, he meets this uh, new girl in in um, in town, Chloe, and uh, her and her her dad and her brother. They've basically been living in their car, and they're completely broke and they can't find a job. And uh, Adam basically is completely smitten with Chloe and um they kind he he persuades his mum to take them in so they end up living in in um their basement and they are very fucking weird it's 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 really odd their relate the relationship they sort of have but basically Chloe and Adam come up with this I with with this um this scheme so they are going to broadcast their relationship Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because the Aliens don't have emotions, and they don't—they right. don't have you know love or, or 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 hate or anything like that. And they're kind of fascinated with it. So they so basically there are whole you know groups of people that are just basically like living Cardassian sort of things. They, they're all <laughs> filming their, their their you know their 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 lives. And Cardassians. Oh, sorry.
0: Kardashian. Yes. I thought you said Cardassian. I was like, what? No, 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 <laughs> "What?" That's why I laughed. I was like, "God, Cardassian. like Cardassians, yeah. <laughs> Garrick." <laughs> <laughs> You're already guilty of any crime. Yeah. <laughs>
1: their trials are just, you know, formalities.
0: Yeah, um, got no, you. The, like the, reality TV show people. Yes, the, yeah, reality yeah, yeah.
1: TV shows. Um, uh, you know, housewives. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got you. Um, so they they sort of started, and if at first Adam and Chloe, they, they 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 kind of they have a, a proper connection and. Adam seems to be in it more than, into it more than, the the actual relationship into it more than Chloe is, and then uh, they basically get this letter uh, that says they're going to be sued, Uh, because um, their love isn't real, they've just been stringing people along, Um, and they they get called up to this, like, city, they get get told by this person, this ugly alien, that they're going to sue them, um, and they have to pay back all of the money that they've made. And like, well, we can't. We've we've we used it all to live. You know, we bought food, yeah. and we you know. And they're like, oh, well, if that if you, if you can't pay it back, then we will sue you, and um, you will be you, know, you won't be able to pay it back within eight generations of your family. Right. So, it's like, they have to, and his mum is a lawyer, but because of the way things have gone, she's no longer a lawyer, she's basically got no sort of job, she's just doing bits and pieces. She gets a job working at a pizza Pace, I think, eventually, but um, she comes up with this scheme that uh, she goes up to see the, the, this this um, alien, and she says, is there anything I can do, you know, to, to help, to stop you from suing my son? And the The alien says, Oh my like what my child um loved your son and your and your son's you know transmissions at first he you know really bought into it so um basically they come up with this thing where her son the the, the creature's um the alien's son or whatever he is uh will live with them as her husband right." and they will basically live like a 50s lifestyle mm-hmm. sort of thing and the you know the alien just watches watches things like i think it's leave it to beaver and stuff like that and and, and all those sort of things and meanwhile as the you know movie's going on things like schools are being you know the, it's like there's a there's a really um terrifying not terrifying but there's a there's a really nasty bit where the, one of the teachers basically gets told yep um or or i'm, I'm basically out of a job because basically everybody's just going to be taught from these computer these things that they click onto their heads yeah so i'm out of a job now and then it, it further on down the compute the the whole the whole school gets closed and there's you know that's it mm-hmm. go home you know there's no point being around anymore school's closed and he paints this big mural um i don't want to give anything away i don't want to spoil anything but it it's a fucking depressing movie it, it's it's really sort of like wow this future fucking sucks it's awful but it's so good it's re i really enjoyed it it's fun it's a weird fucking movie don't get me wrong but it's it's you know the the sort of the interactions between the humans the the sort of the two families that are, that are living they, they sort of resent each other and they keep arguing about stuff and it's like we're stupid bullshit and you just think wow these people are fucking awful but you think well that's probably how you would be if you know everything you know has just become redundant now there's nothing yeah you know, your whole life is now fucked because aliens have just sort of—they kind of give you stuff. You know, food mm. now comes in these little, like, square parcels and stuff, and, and you know, they—they they kind of—they pro- kind of provide everything, but not—you know, not greatly. they're it's—it's—it's it's, it's a horrible existence that most humans now have mm. in this in, in this sort of like awful place, and it's—it—it's it, it, it's a little hand fisted with its its um you know it's 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 parallels obviously there's 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 stuff with race there's stuff with um slavery there's stuff with technology there's an, and i think for the most part it's it's relatively well done there's a, there's a little bit of you know times you go oh okay fine mm-hmm. i understand what you what you're saying there but you might have been, you could probably have done it um a little bit easier than that but i think the the the, the main mm-hmm. cast the... um Santi Black is is Adam. is he's, he's really good. He he's this he's a really cool kid, and Tiffany Haddish, who plays his mum, who who I do not I've seen her in a number of movies, and she's one of those big shouty actresses that yeah people really love, and it's mm-hmm. like I don't get it. It's 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 really why she's not funny. It's
0: yeah just
1: being it very loudly, and 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 seems to tickle people for some reason. Don't get it, but in in this she's actually fucking acting she's it's she has an actual character and she's she feels like a real person and i think it's one of the first times i've actually seen her actually do <clears that throat> in, in, yeah in a, uh,
0: yeah
1: um it's it's it's, <laughs> it's a I really, it sounds really it interesting fun- yeah it is <clears throat> it's, I, I find it really funny and it's got a it, it will <laughs> it will fucking bring you down um but it's it is I I love what they've done, and I've loved I love the way they do it, and it's got a, it's. I, I wouldn't say a satisfying ending, but it's got an ending that you're like, okay, yes, right. Oh, I like what they did there. It's it's there's you know there's a really cool neat thing. There's there's something that happens, it's to do with the title of the movie, um, and and what they offer, the Adam character, um, and what happens when. He he sort of takes them up on this offer. I really liked it. I think it's a really weird and enjoyable movie. That that you know, I think more people need to see it because it's it is it's a very interesting film. Right. But you know, it is it is it's pretty out there with its <laughs> with its weirdness. But you know, great performances and it's a it's a nice little sort of sci-fi.
0: Yeah, it sounds fun.
1: Almost dystopian sci-fi movie.
0: Yeah, that sounds really cool. Well. I watched, uh, Mission Impossible, de- <sighs> fuck it, Mission Impossible 7, yeah. um, Dead Reckoning Part 1, there we go,
1: Dead Reckoning Part
0: 1, bloody title, uh, yeah, the, the movie that had, like, one of the shittest trailers I've ever seen in my life, um, mm. back in, that, it felt like way too early, and it was just disjointed action scenes with no plot whatsoever, remember that trailer? Yeah, I do.
1: Um,
0: but the movie's <laughs> out,
1: it, it, it was a weird thing because it—it it, was—I think it was quite shocking that it came and kind of went.
0: Yeah, it didn't do very well. I don't think. No,
1: um, there was, not very many people went to see it, and we, and we were—I thought, you know, after after Maverick, I thought, oh well, this is going to. It was—it
0: was a, was a shoo-in. I think it was one of the more shocking yeah. uh, film releases of the year that it didn't do well at all, and all the others um, have done. You know, They've all done very well, up, so yeah, and and I think it will do very well on streaming and everything else. <laughs> um, it's uh, you know it's almost as long as Oppenheimer um, for uh, yeah, part one. It's uh, 164 minutes, um, and. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so this is part one of uh, of two. I hope I'm not doing like three or anything. I think yeah, it's I think a two part. They've also,
1: they've also said they're retooling it, aren't they? Because I don't think it's going to be coming out for another year. Yeah, after.
0: Oh, okay, fair enough. Maybe they think, well, we'll get people to watch the first one, get some hype, and then you know, yeah, when they get to the second one, <clears throat> when we release it, there'll be there'll be the hype there. Um, so yeah, this uh, this one, you know, it kind of continues the tropes of Mission Impossible the movies. Um, yeah. you know and in fact it it's got good humor about it because it does kind of <laughs> make fun of it a few times mm-hmm. uh, there is a character in this who's like um, they're after Ethan Hunt and uh, for you know I'll get into the plot in a minute but they're, they're after Ethan and, and someone said oh he's he's gone rogue and the other guy's like he always goes rogue again, like, again. It's, like, it's just like they do it every fucking every movie <laughs> like you know
1: um, I think that's that's one of the saving graces about these movies that they that they 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 know
0: what they they are they know what they are yeah <laughs> they i sin. agree i agree they they very much know what they are and as a result they become very fun um this movie um effectively uh is we we kind of open with this this russian submarine called the uh, sevastopol and uh, it's got this advanced ai on board and um it 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 has this this it's activated by this ludicrously designed key it comes in two parts and um is the central focus of our film um <clears throat> and the uh the ai fools the crew into thinking there's another sub out there and they they launch a missile a missile no underwater missile torpedo no. they launch a torpedo at the sub only to discover the sub's not there but then the torpedo comes back and hits the uh the sub itself and the ai tricked them and uh, caused them to uh, to to basically fire on themselves um we then cut to uh IMF agent Ethan Hunt Tom Cruise um and uh, he's in the desert trying to find uh Lisa the 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 woman who everyone thinks is dead but isn't dead his girlfriend a love interest um she's got half the key and and they all need to get the key and everyone wants the key because the key basically the AI has gone itself rogue because everyone goes rogue in these movies <laughs> the AI AI the AI has become like Skynet or something it's like self-aware now and uh, it it basically is doing what the fuck it wants Um, uh, everyone every like power in the world wants to get their hands on this key because the key basically if you use the key you will control the AI you basically get control over the AI the only person that wants to destroy the AI is Ethan seemingly so uh we have we have like multi uh <clears throat> different organizations and groups and governments all vying to get the key that which comes in two halves conveniently and has been split up so they need two parts of the key um so it's basically a race against time and and you know benji and all of that lot come the the team come back and um they're uh they're joined uh this time by Haley atwell uh who plays a thief um she's like you know in that kind of typical thief vein she's not interested in any of this shit she just wants money yep. um there's a really funny unintentionally funny <laughs> part in this movie which which has it's just not aged well where uh she reveals her motives because <clears throat> she early in the film she she steals the key Right. uh and off of the the one of the buyers uh or one of the sellers sorry um because i think ethan Hunt's got one key one part of the key and this person had the other half and the other the idea was that they were going to have a meeting and, and you know he was going to be someone else as they do in mission impossible all the time um yeah. and they were going to swap the keys um but she stole it and and we find out later her her motivation was like oh they were gonna pay me millions in cryptocurrency <laughs> and it's like wow that- it's worth nothing now. <laughs> it's like I'm sure. I'm sure at the time this movie was written, that probably meant something. But nowadays, I've yeah. seen
1: a number of things recently where they they keep.
0: Well, it was going to be the, the big the thing, problem, right? I mean, maybe it is still a thing. But all I ever hear is maybe, the amount of but... money people have lost on it. Um, uh, so I, I think that that ship is sailed. But obviously, when they wrote this, it was like, oh, crypto might be the thing, and it may still be. Who knows? But that made me laugh. um But uh, yeah, so it's 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 basically like almost three hours of just nonstop, extremely well-made action. They they really know how to put together action scenes. They're at once ludicrous and and also like incredible to watch because they're just super slick and super flowing. You know, there's a real flow to Mission Impossible action scenes. Yeah, and I feel like they've really got it down to a science now. (laughs) um <laughs> and, and they yeah. they really ramp up the scale of like you know like you, you have like what seemingly is like you think it's a big action set piece but then it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> um there's a bit at the end which is amazing on the orient express which okay. is which is falling off a bridge and and they're like climbing through it someone blows up a bridge and, and the the orient express is like falling off the bridge the they're front half like, falls off and yeah but each each cart keeps falling so they're climbing up through the car it says each yeah. cart is going down and it's like wonderfully directed uh visual um car chases you know all of it it's all there um there's a really funny scene uh where I, which is i think intentionally funny where um the uh the head of imf is talking to like um i can't think what he is he's like you know director of security for america or something yeah and he's unaware that there's this this secret group. And uh, he he's basically asking the guy. He's like, he's like, what group are you talking about? And he's like, IMF. And and he's like, it's our secret group. It's called IMF. And he's like, what the the like, you know, international money fund or something. He's like, no, 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 not money. Like it's the other IMF. And he's like, <laughs> well, what does it stand for? And the guy actually says like impossible impossible mission force. With a straight face. And and the other guy's like, you are joking. And you kind of get this moment of self-awareness in the guy's face where he's like, yeah, now that I've said that out loud, that sounds really fucking dumb. <laughs> 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 but, um, but, you know, it, it's very... The, these movies, as you put it at the start of this, it, these movies know exactly what they are. And, yeah. and if you enjoyed the other Mission Impossible movies and feel like you would enjoy Mission Impossible for almost three more hours... You'll get it. There's a lot of action. The polar opposite to Oppenheimer, this movie goes very quickly because it's extremely well paced and just fun. Take you know, put your leave your brain at the door and uh, and enjoy it. Uh, always nice to see Haley Atwell. She is a great addition to the cast. Yeah. Um, in this, she's fantastic. She generally is fantastic, even when she's in she, crap. She's, she's
1: another one of those actresses that keeps getting put in in, in either crap or. Yep. You know stuff that's just, been, I I think beneath her.
0: Yeah, I and would like, love to see a spin-off of her character from this. If they, if you know Tom Cruise is not interested in doing.
1: Agent Carter never got the audience it needed because Agent Carter was really good. Yeah, I hear that. I I mean the so the first season was brilliant. The second season slipped a, slipped a little bit, mm. but it was a really good good show. I really enjoyed it, and and she was great in it. Yeah. And she yeah, I mean she's she's been in some good things, but she she I don't think she gets the the right roles
0: really
1: um well, vanessa kirby's in it as well and who she's, yep, she's great yep. too uh this... it's got a really good cast i mean you've got bloody... it's got a
0: fantastic cast
1: and, and... uh, <clears throat> um, uh clementi and, and carrie halwez mark gaitis like jesus
0: yeah and uh it's one of those movies that you know although it's the seventh in the in the series it does reference some older movies uh you don't need to know though you can go into this and just enjoy it as a as a as a film on its own you know yeah um certainly the you know there there is definitely a part two and the, the movie's very clear about that um yeah. but it does wrap things up you know reasonably well <clears throat> for this part you know um it, it doesn't kind of end on a big well it does end on a cliffhanger but the the immediate <clears throat> situation is resolved you know um so uh you know it's more of a empire strikes back kind of thing as yep. opposed to you know, uh, some massive cliffhanger. Um, so yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Um, it you know it's it's more of the same basically.
1: That's kind of why I, how I thought it was going to run.
0: Well, we're, we're seven movies in. They're not going to change the fucking formula now, are they? You
1: know. Well, I, well, I think they're going they're going to try because because uh, it didn't do very well. I, think I don't know
0: better. why they're worried. Isn't the Shut next up. one the last one they're doing anyway? Like fuck it, just release it. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's made now.
1: I mean, there's got to be a point where Cruz stops chucking himself around. I mean, he's, he's not—he is.
0: There are def- definitely scenes in this movie where you—it looks like there's some definite digital touching up of his face because he's—he's old, you know. Yeah. He's old, um, and uh, they don't really reference it. Uh, unlike the, the other thing I've watched, which they do reference it. But we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend it. It's good fun. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, what else have you watched?
1: Uh, I shall go with uh, The English.
0: The English.
1: So this is a TV series that actually came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and it was it's done by, I think, the BBC and I guess that's uh, Spanish company, I think. Um and it's uh Emily Blunt uh plays this uh Aristocratic lady um in the in the eighteen eighteen hundreds, eighteen eighties. Uh Cornelia Locke plays and um uh Jess Jess K, I think her name is Spencer, uh who plays uh, Eli Whip, who's, a, who's uh, an Indian. And basically, it, it's a revenge uh, story. So, Emily Blunt is um, an English lady who's gone to America to kill the person who killed her child. Right. And um, she turns up. Uh, <laughs> she turns up at this um, hotel in the middle of sort of nowhere. That, all, all there is is that, and it's uh, Kieran Hines' character, who's just an utter utter scumbag um basically knocks her unconscious and um he's you know he tells her that the person she's looking she's looking forward knows that she's coming and that there's nothing she can do and he's gonna kill her there and sort of thing but probably have his way with her you know that sort of thing and the uh eli character who is the, who was a american um army scout um is basically trying to get to, I can't remember where it is, he, said, he says he's going, he's trying to get, he's, he's going to go up north, basically, um, he's basically, they're, they're told that if you serve served in the army, um, you can be part of, you, you'll get your share of the settlement act, which means you get a piece of land, and you can, you know, you can have your little piece of land, and it'll be, it's yours, and all that blah up stuff, which, yeah. Everybody keeps telling him is utter bullshit. They're never gonna give him.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He's a, he's an Indian. They're never gonna fucking
0: give uh-huh.
1: him. And he is at this. Um, he was just passing through and he just wanted to have a drink, and they basically they beat him up. Um, he he kind of gets let go. Um, Emily Blunt sort of wants him, uh, kind of persuades the guy to let him go in Ethiopia, but he does come back. Um, basically through a, a series of things. They they end up traveling together, as you know. As things go along, you know. First of all, it's a it's a sort of case of oh, it's just I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna stay with you. Yes, I will. Okay, maybe not. That sort of you know sort of whole sort of ring all of, of of will they stay together or will they will they not? Will they end up you know traveling together and um, so they they do and she, they're, they're going you know, to, to, to this, 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 place, um, where this, um, uh, this massacre of, of Indians happened. And there's a, there's a sort of a, uh, this all can all this interconnected stories of, 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 um, something that happened sort of just after the, the, the civil war, uh, and these, these characters and how they relate to the person that she's trying to kill. Right, and they set up a number of things that 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 you, you sort of you could you if you if you were really paying attention you 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 the, the stuff is going on that you could oh shit okay that's you know there's a there's a few revolutions that one it one in particular to me was like oh fuck that was so obvious like they even showed you bits and pieces throughout the throughout the whole series that that you know. You, you know, it should have been obvious, but it but it wasn't until the the the, the, the right moment. And I really liked what the, the the reasons for how she got where she's you know what, for doing what she's doing, and and the um the, the the specifics of how her child died and stuff like that, and what happened to her mm. are, are are really interesting and really um well done i really liked it and it's it's you know it, it's cool it's a very river veni- re- I the word out. Revi- revisionist western um with you know revenge sort of thing that's, that at times you know feels like it's 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 got a, a sort of tarantino flavor to it at, at times you know yeah. it could it could easily have fit in it, it with um Hateful Eight or something you know that yeah, that that sort yeah of that's sort all of, so there's a, sometimes there's a little bit of a level of craziness that you just think oh and there are some really fucking crazy characters that get introduced and then sort of get done away with it. Like, oh is that all that that character's gonna get that's a, that's a shame because there's one character in particular this 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 Welsh lady who um it's a slight spoiler but you when, when you you see her she's got these these glasses on these these black almost like swimming goggles Mm. And when she takes them off, you can see that at some point, um, Indians have, have taken her eyelids. So they, they she has no eyelids, and they they scalped her. So she's like like hideous, if you if you like. And she's yeah. she's become this um, a kind of like a bushwhacker, basically as like this leader of a group of bushwhackers. And there are moments where you feel like it's oh, it's it's going to be a white man bad thing. And it kind of is to, to a certain extent, but however, actually, almost everybody's fucking bad. Everybody's awful. Um, everybody's out for only out for themselves, really. There's, with a you know, with a few exceptions as it goes along. Um, the two leads are fucking brilliant. Uh,
0: Emily Blunt you know, is it's, usually it's, brilliant. Exactly,
1: yeah. it's Emily Blunt. So you know, it's and she's she's the not really stretching herself she's she's just posh english lady you know
0: yeah she's good at that
1: <laughs> exactly um but the the guy who plays the indian um the indian scout um just just keep uh, spencer was well, I found, when i looked him up he's like oh he's one of the wolf boys from the twilight movies <laughs> okay fair enough he's great Is is this sort of this sort of scout that's kind of on his own, in, and he's you know his family that's died, and he he worked for the for the army, and all the other Indians you know look down on him because of the, what he's done, and you know he 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 just wants to get what he just wants to find a new home, and he just wants this piece of land that he's you know told he can have, which yeah like I said he's never going to lie. Get. Yeah, 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 and there's a, a wonderfully uh, performance with Rafe Spall, who's um, uh, yeah, I am not going to spoil his character at all. He's he, he's he's just great, really really good. Uh, Tom Hughes is great in, in, in the part that he's got. There's just some really good sort of, and it's it's again, it's I think it was it was um, it's basically it's it's like Spaghetti Western, it's filmed in Spain, um, so it's it's got these sort of elements where you go, oh, okay this this, this, this I see what they've done there. And there's like mostly English sort of actors wandering around in, in very small parts. Like even, um, Oh, now I'm forgetting. I'm gonna, uh, Toby Jones is, is in a very small part. Uh, who, who's, who's great. Um, Julian bleach, who's the current, um, Dav Ross, Yeah. Plays this fucking great actor. soldier. Yeah. He's a great, he's, 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 he's on, on villain duties in this. Uh, he's, he's, he's great. Um, there are some very clumsy bits in it that I, I was very dissatisfied with towards the end. There's this something happens. I'm not going to spoil what, what happens. There's something happens and there's this sort of convoluted excuse for something happening. Okay. And it's like, there doesn't, I can't really go into the details without giving it stuff away. But all I'll say is, they could have come up with something better than what they did it feels very like and this happens and that happened and that's why they this happens like really you you couldn't write a better ending than that the overall ending i'm happy with what you know what 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 eventually happens was was was, was kind of cool hmm. but the, the 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 initial sort of ending thing was like they didn't need to do that. They could have came up with a better excuse for what what could have happened. But overall, it, I really enjoyed it. It's a really good Western series. Um, Blunt's great. The um, uh, Spencer's really really fantastic. And Stephen Ray, Ray's in it. He's he's you know great in the in the part that he's got. It's just full of really great little performances. That's and it's even though it's it, at times it will. It, it, rather like the last thing i I talked about it will sort of depress you at times because everybody seems to be fucking
0: horrible yeah it's a horrible period of history really (laughs) exactly certainly Um, in that location yeah
1: there are some nice little twists when when they when they do come a really satisfying and 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 the 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 overall storyline is just really cool and i really enjoyed it i think it's a really fun but not fun it's a really well made um western series that that with, with with two great performances that that yeah, I, I, if you like westerns and you like, you know, kind of miserable westerns, then no, this is this is the, the the series for you. It's really good. It's only like six episodes, so it's not even that long. It's 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 a it's a very short series, but it's very well put together. I liked it a lot.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, it definitely uh, sounds like it's worth a watch to me. Mm-hmm. Um. So I have watched. Uh, well, as of as of this lunchtime, I've watched four of I think the ten episodes of uh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Oh, okay. Um, it's all right.
1: <laughs> it's. I'm, uh, I'm gonna wait till it all comes out. I think. Yeah, I
0: that. would. I would. I would probably wait. Um, it's. 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 It's an interesting thing, on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean effectively takes place it's kind of takes picks up after the twenty fourteen movie. Uh so it's after Godzilla and the Mutos fought in San Francisco and basically ruined San Francisco. Right. Um and uh we we follow uh Kate, Kate Randa. Um so her father disappeared or is considered to be dead uh during the Battle of San Francisco. Um, she heads to Japan to uh to basically settle family affairs, uh, and actually discovers that she has a whole other side of her family that her father never told her about. Uh so uh Kate uh meets her half brother, um, who basically uh, it turns out that uh, that her father, who is the son of Liam Shaw. Liam Shaw? Is it Liam Shaw? his name Shaw. anyway uh lee shaw i think lee shaw um uh who is played by kurt russell okay uh, it's his son uh is so he's basically their grandfather i guess um basically he had uh, an affair and a whole another family one in america one in japan and um, we've got this interesting which i think is probably the most interesting part of this the, the series is is kate meeting um kentaro uh her half-brother uh and that whole half of the family that she was completely unaware was you know was a thing. Yeah. Um and um it uh it, it basically kinda it kinda goes from there their father had some secret documents. We we see at the start of uh the, the series um we see uh old uh randa as as he was played by John Goodman dodgy CGI <laughs> face john goodman um yeah in a scene that never happened in kong skull island um they've, they've kind of like taken some liberties which is probably the the biggest issue i have with the series if i'm honest um a, a scene that never happened uh in in which he he basically took some video footage and then dumped it in the water and it gets picked up by fishermen and then ends up in the hands of, of their father um they has all these classified documents and uh so monarch are out to to track down these documents for reasons don't know why we'll find out as the series goes on um, and um, it's it's kind of jumping between that period of time and the uh, 50s when we see young Shaw played by Kurt Russell's son has a wonderful uh, transition between Kurt Russell and his son it is, as you can imagine matches very well as they transition yeah. back through time um, and we basically see kind of uh the formation of monarch, which uh Lee shaw basically formed uh alongside a couple of other people right. so we we get the history of of the forming of monarch and then we see Kurt Russell nowadays uh who is basically he's left the organization but he's in this retirement village. It's right. run by Monarch, and they've got cameras everywhere, and they, it's basically a prison for retired Monarch people. Right, okay, yeah, it's like, um, this, it's
1: like the village for uh... kind of
0: yeah. Uh, it's got some really nice. There were some bits I really liked, like certainly, it was. Even the bits I like though come with caveats. So I really liked. <laughs> we go to Japan, yeah, and we see that Japan are as set up as a city can. Com- you know Tokyo and and Japan in general is clearly set up very well for a kaiju attack um they have like kaiju bunkers where you can go and and you know take cover they've got um missile defense systems it kind of reminds me of the old kind of showa era maser and missile systems you know that they used to have in in Japan in those movies yeah. um so basically they're very well set up now obviously where this comes into being a problem and this is for me this is the series biggest issue is that we don't see any of that in the movies that come after this um okay. like that never existed so they've revised that um and and as with all prequels i i just think you, you need to be careful when you're being a prequel mm-hmm. uh they revisit scenes and they don't match at all um like what happens in this series? And it, in episode one, I was like, "Well, that thing with Randa that never happened." But I guess you could argue maybe there was a point you could get away with that. <clears throat> and then they redo the the Godzilla. I mean, you're
1: always with his character, so the, the, you, you could at least get away, I suppose. With, if
0: he's it's just been... the it's specifically the spider scene in the forest, oh. and, right? And okay. he he runs out of the forest, and, and I guess it must be a second spider follows him out and has a fight with another monster. Um, and then he dumps the thing so it did it just it okay, feels yeah. awkward but i'm like okay fine um and then they did they redid the the godzilla bridge scene which isn't too bad they i think you'd have to have watched the original godzilla movie uh they're not the original the 2014 godzilla yeah, yeah.
1: movie
0: you'd have to have watched that a few times to have even noticed that it's quite different but it doesn't quite match um so I was kinda like, oh, okay, but fine. It's, it's minor that was like a minor continuity thing, but it is the kind of thing where it's like, you know, if you'd watched it a few times you'd you'd probably picked up on how to have kind of made that work a little better. Um and but then it kind of gets to stuff like the new uh them bombing Godzilla, which you see in every Godzilla movie. It's in the opening credits to every Godzilla movie that they've done so far. <laughs> it's completely different. It doesn't match in any way. They've completely changed it. Um, which I guess is fine, but it's weird when you're doing a prequel series to these films, and you're like, well, are you or aren't you? Because none of this really matches anymore. It feels like you're kind of changing things and picking and choosing what you want to do. It's
1: it's more than just different angles.
0: <clears throat> oh, no, yeah, it's very different. Right. Yeah, yeah, There, there's, there's bits that just kind of it just doesn't quite fit. Um, you know, like in in the movies, you see basically Godzilla's spines come out of the water, and then the bomb goes off. In this, he like full on gets out of the water, walks up to the nuke, and looks at the nuke like, "Oh, what's that?" And then it blows up, and it's like it's like it just doesn't match at all what what we used to see. Um, but overall, as its own thing, it's interesting. Um, I quite like the characters, which is good. It, it's kind of keeping me going. Um, what? It's hard not to like Kurt Russell, <laughs> to be honest. Um, they do address, I'm really glad, I didn't think they were going to address the fact that fucking Kurt Russell's Lee Shaw is clearly, like, a hundred years old. Uh, but they do actually, like, one of them's like, aren't you, like, a hundred or something? So they do actually reference it, and he's just like, yeah, fine, you know. They kind of make That's a joke of it. But at least they, they at least they addressed it, you know, because otherwise it is like this doesn't really add up. Um Really like the, uh, the the character of Kate, played by Anna. Uh, Anna Swai. I don't think I've seen her in anything uh, until this, but she's really good. Um, I, yeah, I, I quite like the characters. It definitely suffers from series-itis. Um, in particular, the episode I watched at lunchtime today. We yeah. we get... Uh, they're heading to, I think it's Anar- Antarctica. Um, is that Antarctica they go to? Somewhere snowy. Um and uh no it's Alaska, sorry. They go to Alaska, um for reasons. And on the way their plane crashes and we get an entire episode that basically nothing really happens. Uh there's a there's a monster in it, which is cool. It's a cool design, but it's like and and nothing was really discovered or learnt, and we move on. And um it's kinda like you didn't really need to have that episode at all. you it feels very much like they're stretching things out, um already. Uh but we'll see. I'm only four episodes in and obviously it's a ten episode thing, according to Wikipedia. So we'll see. Uh we'll see how it goes. Um I'm I'm kind of of the mind that um it's I don't know. I, I, I think it's gonna be okay as its own thing. Uh, is
1: it one of those something and nothing things?
0: Kind of. It kind of feels like that so far. We'll, we'll see whether it has uh, more kind of lasting implications as, as the, the show goes yeah. on, but for now, they're, they've done it in a really weird period of time, because, like, between 2014 and King of the Monsters, fuck all happens. Like uh, They say in King of the Monsters, they other than Monarch, no one's seen Godzilla, so you're like, nothing much is yeah. going to happen. <laughs>
1: you get the impression they've, they've just been going down and tracking where the...
0: Yeah, what- Oh, so, so I think what they're doing with this one is like they're they're like, well, if we if it happens in Alaska, <laughs> where no one's around, maybe we can get away with it. Um, and also, it's kind of that that weird thing where um, it's it's really weird when you watch those monsterverse movies in a row because, like, the first one is trying to be kind of grounded. And then King of the Monsters is like half grounded, half Showa Silly. And then Godzilla vs. Kong is completely silly. And now this is trying to go back to that almost 2014 vibe. It's trying Uh, to have its cake and eat it and it doesn't quite work. Um, And it kind of, if anything...
1: They vary in their their style quite a lot. They
0: do. And if anything, I feel like this series really draws attention to that. Like really draws attention to that. Like you get whiplash if you go from Godzilla vs. Kong to this. You're like, whoa, okay. Um, but you know, it it's all right. It's kind of interesting. It's got that you know secret government organization and you know, uh, elements that's, that's right. potentially bad elements within Monarch, which we've not seen before. And you know, it's it's interesting enough. Um, we'll see. I I'm not I I don't hate it, but I'm I'm not terribly impressed if I'm honest so far. It it's fine. Uh, but I'm we'll we'll see how it
1: goes. Why she's going to be in the upcoming uh, Shogun series.
0: Okay, I thought she was great. She puts in a really good performance. Um, so, yeah, look forward to seeing that. Uh, anyway, what else have you watched?
1: Uh, so, I have also watched uh, Infinity Pool.
0: Infinity Pool.
1: So, uh, this is the, I think, third movie uh, by Brandon Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it stars... Uh, Alexander Skarsgård and Maya Goth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically you're introduced to uh, Skarsgård's uh, James Foster, who is a writer. He's written uh, one book, but it's been like six years and he hasn't come up with anything else. Um, and it kind of looks like he's drifting through life. He's got his girlfriend and they've right. gone on holiday. They're they're, in, they're on sort of holiday in this... Um, it's sort of a, like a. I think it was filmed in Croatia, but it's it's basically supposed to be this sort of island in sort of you know Eastern European sort of island sort of non-existing country that looks va- vaguely Croatian-y type thing. Yeah. Um, and basically, uh, he bumps into my Goth's character, who uh, is is an actress who specialises in. Um, how does this what why doesn't this work um characters you know for from like infomercials where uh, this knife will not cut this bread why why won't this knife cut this bread and stuff like that and you we need the new whatever it is product so she specializes in that and she's a bit she's a bit odd she's got this sort of um this husband and they they, they seem a little they seem nice but a bit odd and she says she's read his book and she loves his, she you know, she, she really enjoyed it she loves it and Why don't they come and have sort of lunch with them? And he sort of, you know, he, he he's fine. He, he sort of get, he, he's intrigued by them, and he sort of goes in. They have a, they sort of have a meal, and you know, the, his girlfriend finds them a bit too odd, and she doesn't like, you know, what's going on. But yeah, they basically, she, um, uh, Gabby catcher basically says, oh, um, we're going to go outside because they're basically the place they're in is this horrible sort of artificial sort of um, place where they've got like a Chinese restaurant with no Chinese people in it. And, um, you know, it's, it's all, it's all sort of a big um, holiday compound.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: You're not allowed outside and you know, there's, there's basically the, the the country itself seems a little odd and she says, Oh, well, we're going to hire this, this, this car. We're going to hire this car and we're going to go out and have a picnic on the outside. He's like, and he's like his girlfriend's like N- no I, I don't I don't think this is a good idea. He's like yeah, come on it would be great we'll, we'll get to see what's going on outside and, you know you want to experience new things let's let's go out so they basically go out they have this sort of weird thing this hot, hot really odd sort of encounter counter they you know the, the place outside is is almost like you know slums and and everybody's sort of just not really having a great life basically yeah and um my goths characters are basically um uh wanks off uh James's James and, and, and sort of you know they have a very it's a very odd sort of relationship that starts with, with, with them. Mm. And when they're driving home, uh James accidentally runs someone over. Right. So they all panic and they're like, We got have got to get back, we've got to, you know, you know he's he, at first he's like, Well can we can't we gotta phone the police and and, and and tell he's like and she and She's like, no, no, no! You cannot phone the police. That that they're brutal here. You know, you you won't survive if 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 the if the police find out. Well, so they, they they get back to their hotel. They sort of kind of sort of sneak in. They you know they come up with this, an excuse for why they were out. They got said they got lost, sort of thing. And basically, the police find them anyway because it's like fucking obvious. Um, and <laughs> pretty much in this place, any crime that you do, pretty much you get murdered for basically you're going to get killed right. um so the, the what will happen is the child of the person you killed if the person has a because and luckily he's got two two boys like really young boys who basically are, are, are we give them a knife and they're going to stab you to death basically right but there's a there's a thing that they offer in this place if you've got the money and that is they will make a complete copy of you all your mm-hmm. memories all of your thoughts all your life and it will look exactly like you and that will be that will stand in for you and they will get they will get killed and then you can just go away but I mean, you will have to watch it you will be there for the whole thing and basically you know, that's exactly what happens he gets you know um, he gets copied and then he watches the copy of him get executed by the son of the person he killed um and then you find out that you know Maya character and her husband have basically there's a group of people that that come here for holidays every year right. and they just do horrible terrible things okay and then they get cloned and watch their clones die
0: <laughs> okay
1: <clears throat> and it's basically it, it's kind of about two things it's about sort of you know the I guess the collapse of the soul mm-hmm. and morality and basically the, you know, modern life and how, you know, you know, that's sort all of how how disconnected we are and, yeah. and and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's, it's typical it, you know, stuff. Um, you get, there's some really great scenes. the sort of the, 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 the scenes where they get them cloned and there's the sort of like some very trippy sort of scenes where they do drugs and things and, there are times where you're not sure whether they're you know what's going on is real or not and you know um my, my Ghost character is completely fucking hinged. Um and you know, I'm not gonna say anything but about, you know, the whole thing, but it 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 didn't grab me as I thought it was going to. Right. Um, the Credit uh, uh movie Possessor I thought was wonderful. That was Yeah,
0: like, that's a really good movie.
1: That was like I think might have even been my number one movie that year. I think
0: so, it was because uh, I, I that, watched it on your recommendation.
1: I loved that movie so much; it completely grabbed me. And that, you know, that was about identity and how you know we lose ourselves. And and that was beautifully done. This one doesn't seem to be as is doesn't didn't grab me as much as that one. It's not it's important There's some beautiful scenes, you know. Don't get me wrong, where, where uh, some fucking really weird, disturbing things like there's a whole the whole beginning is in complete darkness. And you just hear their voices talking, and then sort of you know, you the the light, and and then there's like a whole bit at the beginning which is basically just upside down, and it's like, well, this is really fucking, you know, unsettling, but also yeah. sort of almost slightly obvious if you see what I mean. It's like,
0: yeah, yeah, like,
1: you know, yes, we get it. The world's turned upside down because of what they own, and it was apparently based on uh kronenberg's uh own holiday experience he said he went to this you know and it, it was this weird artificial place and it was it was the most like it was um, the, one of the worst hosp- uh, holidays i'd ever been on because just everything was artificial and it was horrible yeah. and then outside was just this horrible sort of you know people living in terrible conditions and you know obviously in this movie he's done that but just turned out you know to 11. yeah um, I, I kind of recommend it as a sort of a, a weird sort of horror movie um but just don't expect as anything as great as possess, possessor this is this is it's okay that you know the Scrum, great as this sort of you know guy who's sort of falling into degeneracy basically and, and becoming part of this horrible group of of just horrible fucking people that just are enjoying being horrible yeah um, and it, I, th- I think that's one of the reasons why it just isn't wasn't it, successful su- successful to me because it's at times it just felt too obvious and it, it, it just it was it was more sort of like i don't know it could have been done a little bit more um oh, how do i put this I think the build-up could have been better. They could have sort of, you know, maybe eased it in a little better, and 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 sort of, what you know, when when it you get to a certain point, just they just hammer it in, and then it becomes too much sort of quite quickly, and then it just becomes a bit of a chore. Yeah, see what I mean? But it, it's 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 okay. It's not a bad movie. And I, I kind of would, you know, recommend it, but not. Cronenberg not Brandon Cronenberg's best work, I think. And, you know, he's only had like three three or four movies. And I think this this one's yeah, it's it's nowhere near as good as Prozessor, but it's it's okay. It's not great. It's it was it was sort of enjoyable enough. Sure. But it was, it was a little bit of a disappointment, I think.
0: Hmm. No, oh, okay, fair enough. Um I'll probably end up watching it 'cause it's Cronenberg, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> uh, what else have you watched?
1: Uh, so my final movie is Mafia Mama.
0: Yes. Tony Collette.
1: So this is um it's a it's on Amazon. Uh I don't know if this week or last week, I mean.
0: That sounded um, very unless I did final, like that was your review, it's on Amazon. It's
1: on Amazon. Just what yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so basically it's a, it's a it's a complete farce com- comedy, basically. Um so <laughs> in, a, in the very beginning, you've got uh, like basically what looks like a massacre of of, of gangsters, a, a lot of very dead uh, gangsters, and then you're introduced to uh, Tony Collette's character, um, what is it, uh, Kristen, Kristen
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, who is a sort of you know a housewife. Uh, her son is just about to leave for college. Um, her husband is a bit of a douchebag who's in a band. Who ends up sleeping with kids? Um, uh, what they call those? What's the? Uh, what's the one? The the, the, the Oh, what they fuck? What's the word I'm looking for? Not it's not teacher. It's one of those ones that tells you what you can do with your life, sort of thing.
0: Oh, like it's a right. life coach kind of thing.
1: Yeah, like counselory type. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what, I know. I know that. what you mean. Yeah, so she he, he ends up sleeping with her, and of course, you know, she's is. Um, she's having a bit of a crisis because you know, her kid's gone. Her husband's a douchebag. And then she gets this call from Monica Bellucci's character, Bianca, uh, who says, um, "Your grandfather's died, um, and he wants you to come to the, you know, to the funeral, and and and, 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 and you know, he's got something for you." And she's like, "Well, I, I've never met my my grandparents. I, I me and my mum moved here when I was very little. Um, you know, don't really have any connection, but." know, she speaks to a friend, and a friend says, is a, "It's a, it's a, you, she, is a, she says, what do, you, what do you masturbate to?" And she says, "Cooking, Italian cooking programs." Right. And, and she says, "Well, this is your dream thing. You've got to get, you've got to go, you know, you go to Italy. You see a load of things. You know, you have a great time. You sleep with a, a, some, some, you know, random over there. You'll, you'll, it'll be great." So she goes, she, she goes over to, to Italy, and uh, where she discovers that her grandfather was the head of the Bal, uh, Balbano. Clan, and that you know they've uh, he he was murdered by the their rival Romano I think it is clan right and the grandfather now wants you to take over as that the head uh, Monica Bucci Bianca is, is is the the cancellieri and um, you know there's a cousin that wants to, the to be boss but you know she's not there's these two great characters her body who become her bodyguards um, is it. Uh, Dante and, uh, and Aldo, who, who are really, uh, I really love their characters. These, these sort of slightly bungling um, bodyguards, um, but it's completely over the top silliness. There are there are things like the the whole thing, like whenever somebody mentions the the name of the other family, you know, they do the whole spit on the floor sort of thing, which is completely over the top and, and very silly. Um, you know, there were, there were, it's, it's actually quite gory. There were there were. <laughs> There's one particular scene with um, Tony Collette where somebody comes to kill her, and her response is really good. It's a really gross. She does this really gross thing with a with a with a shoe. Um,
0: right.
1: It's really funny and really gross as well. Um, it's not a great movie, um, but I laughed quite a lot. I mean, I think people will really have, uh, you know, a hard time with some of it. Because it yeah. is very silly, um, but Tony Collette is great. She's so lovable as this, you know, put-upon mum who has, you know, been dropped into the deep end, as it were, with this with this Italian family. And it's it's very convoluted. It's very silly, and it's it's it. But it's so fun. I really enjoyed it. It it it's just silly, and you know. Look at she's great, she, you know, she, it's in, in, the, in the very minor part she has. Really, she just sort of turns up, gives some pearls of wisdom, and then sort of disappears again, this sort of thing. Um, you know, there's a, the guy that she bumps into at the airport who, who sort of, you know, she decides to have a, like a relationship with, but there she told, well, don't tell you tell them what you do, and there's <laughs> a bit where <laughs> she comes. She comes out to sort of you know, she's told oh um she says i don't want to do this i just want to go home blah blah blah. and, and monoclon goes, says well i'll tell you what I'll, you know i'll give you a new phone and you can you can go if you like but tonight you have to meet the head of the other family and you have to do this thing and she comes out wearing this outfit and um <laughs> the, the, the cousin says wow she looks like a, lo- a, a librarian but a librarian from an actual library with books not from one from a porno. thought yeah. <laughs> oh, it's really funny, and then, you know, she she—it's just absurd situation after absurd situation with sort of murders and 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 people dying, and it's crap, but it's really enjoyable crap, and mainly because Tony Collette and Monica Bellucci are great, and that's that's kind of it. It's 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 not going to be—I I can't see imagine it being anybody's favorite comedy ever. But I think if you just give it a go, it's it's an enjoyable sort of like I don't know, two hours or whatever it is. It's it's it, it didn't feel like it dragged or anything. So it it was it's just a very very silly um, comedy with directed by Catherine Hardwick, who you know did some of the Twilight movies and and, and um, uh, thirteen and stuff like that. So it's it's you know it's got a, a relatively good director. And, yeah it i kind of would recommend it just as as if you if you want a silly comedy that has got a great main character in it then yeah go for it it it, it was it amused me enough it was fun it was funny enough i mean her character and the two bodyguards i thought were were great um so yeah i w i i it's 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 a fun silly movie
0: yeah that's fine could be worse
1: yeah exactly yeah it's, I mean, I've seen comedies recently that just weren't funny. At least this has yeah. kind of genuinely funny moments in it.
0: That is the problem with comedy.
1: I mean, this is uh, very
0: subjective, and and you know, there's nothing worse than bad comedy, is there? Yeah, really?
1: I mean, it's a great bit where she's where she's you know, she's like, "What do we do?" And it's like, "Well, you know, we're into drugs and extortion and and, and prostitution." It's like, isn't there anything nice we do with <laughs> like, a mafia? And there's this continuous joke where they're talking about you know. About the Godfather, and she's like, I- "I've not seen the Godfather." It's like, "What do you mean you've never seen the Godfather? How have you never seen the Godfather?" And she's like, well, it's just sometimes hard to get three hours to myself." <laughs> <laughs> try yeah, it up and uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It's it's just a very sort of rap silly movie that's
0: yeah. quite fun. Yeah, cool. Well, that's it for us. Is there anything else you wanted to cover?
1: Uh, there's um, the we saw the um Fury Oaks, a trainer Trailer dropped
0: yes i i didn't realize that had happened um yeah i watched that just before we started
1: mm-hmm. um i liked it
0: yes uh, i think it looks it looks fine um looks like
1: there's a lot more cg in this one than theory road
0: yes it does look a lot less practical um uh annie taylor joy fantastic actress uh yes. looks nothing like charlie's throne no. uh but a fantastic actress so i i think you know in terms of the performance i'm sure it'll be fantastic gonna be,
1: yeah, she, she's gonna be great no matter what it's yeah it's
0: but it looks yeah, great but, i mean you know i i loved fury road so I, i'm and i loved the character of furiosa so uh
1: i think it's it's now got i think some people have looked back at it now and i've, I've started with the whole oh it's just a bit woke and it's like, it's like is it well, I think that don't think people, it is. People have pointed out that it's not a Mad Max movie. It's more about Furiosa, which I don't really have a problem with. Everything that happens, basically, you know, her continuous existence only happens because of Max.
0: Well, and and Max it, has it, been it sharing. Max has been sharing movies with uh, other leads since the second movie. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know um
1: the the max movies you know other than the first one they're all about how the
0: first one is very much mad max
1: situations basically
0: yeah yeah i didn't i didn't get that and and i've rewatched it more than once um Mm -hmm. i think is a beautiful looking movie the only the only comment i have on this trailer and i don't know if you've got this this was my only time watching it was just before the show because matt mentioned it um it felt it looked a bit too clean yes did you get that Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, if that's why I
1: think that that's it looked very
0: CG. Um, I guess CG. we'll do that. But like the... the thing I loved about Fury Road was how kind of gross and everything was. Yeah. And this kind of felt a bit clean to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see. I, I mean, certainly I'm going to watch it. Um,
1: they they don't yeah. say who's playing a Morton Joe, but Tom Burke is in the cast, so I reckon it's going to be him.
0: Yeah, possibly. Um,
1: Which, for me, because I like Tom Burke a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, any any other things you want to cover?
1: Uh, I think only um, Josh Ackland died. Um, he was 95. So wow. Yeah. Um, Josh Ackland's one of those, those character actors that was just amazingly good at playing awful evil people.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was, but
1: you know, very good on bad guy duties.
0: You need those people.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of my favourite roles for his is still... Was it Dinopolis Dan- from uh Bill and Ted's 2? Yes. He's
0: Yeah, he's so, he, he he's,
1: Just real sort of chucking himself into that role was, was great. And, of course, he's he's the bad guy in... Um, uh, uh, uh for fuck's sake. Um,
0: he's a bad, bad guy in a million things.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, not Bonio's Cop. It's not Bonio's Cop, is it? Is it... Um, Lethal
0: weapon. A lethal weapon two.
1: Is it? From, or, where's the first one? The second one.
0: Is the he's diplomatic, diplomatic community diplomatic, Guy. diplomatic
1: community is the first one, isn't it? Is it? I can't
0: remember. They, they kind of bleed into one, if I'm honest. They do, they... I thought it was the um, second but one. He, but yeah, he was well.
1: a, a really good. good he director. was a
0: fantastic villain. Um, yeah, he's great.
1: A great voice. Yes. He, he, did, he did a lot of sort of narration stuff that, that worked really well because of his because his wonderful voice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah! Fantastic well um as of this recording mm-hmm. it's the it's the first of fucking december so um i i guess we're 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 on to christmas movies mm-hmm. uh, so what's uh what do you have a choice for the first I do. of our festive season
1: it's gonna be the longest good night.
0: The Long Kiss Goodnight. Well, it'll probably all be downhill from there, so (laughs) it's hard to follow that one. Um, Cool, yeah. The Long Kiss Goodnight will be our movie next week. Uh, Deep Dive. But uh, until then, stay safe, take care, and we'll catch you next time.